2021. We've made it, barely. I have, it's day seven of 2021. And it still feels like it's either still 2020 or 2021 is just um, not over. If yeah. anything, this is the worst nephew of 2020. Yeah, this is, I just feel like it's 2020 part two. Yeah. Let's see, the seven days of 2021, we've had um, Kim and Kanye get divorced. Mm-hmm. Kanye possibly cheating on Kim with Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. We had the Georgia runoffs. Mm-hmm. We had a change of the Senate majority. Mm-hmm. We had a civil war start in a siege on the Capitol. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Woo! Great. Um, and we're here to talk about everything but that stuff. Yeah, that was a pretty <laughs> stressful week, so hopefully we help you kind of relax mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just help with uh, those rough days and mental states. Yes. I mean, the song says it all. Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> Anyone come. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We hope you had some great and safe holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, the pandemic is not over. It's still going on. Um, we're closer to getting vaccinating mm-hmm. and um, the vaccine getting to more people, but it's it's still a long process. Yeah. Um, um, to everyone who took the pandemic very seriously over the holidays and did everything they could to stay safe, um, we applaud you. It's not easy. It was very hard. Um, and to everyone who didn't really care about the pandemic, feel free to shut off this podcast. <laughs> just, just go. <laughs> just wear a mask. Um, all right. So we'll get started with a little throwback to 2020 with the finale of The Mandalorian Season 2. I cannot believe how much we have to catch up on, including The Mandalorian. I know. it's. I feel oh, like that was, like, my ages God. ago. Yeah. But it's still pretty fresh. Oh, it's super fresh. It was such a brilliant episode. I think and my favorite. My favorite, season. for sure. It was phenomenal. This episode was the cultivation of everything they were building this season, because mm-hmm. they brought back uh, earlier characters that we saw, like Bo-Katan, um... Ahsoka, sorry, I just blanked for a second, and then characters from season one, like, um, Fennec Sand, uh, Cara Dune, really team up mm-hmm. for this, like, final battle that was just amazing to watch on screen. It was epic. I, it was so good. And there was, like, some twists and turns, especially with, like, Moff mm-hmm. Gideon mm-hmm. and the Darksaber, and definitely setting up for a season three. Yeah. There's so. a, I mean, Grogu tore at our heartstrings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. grogu was just in another level being adorable yeah he did nothing to actually save the day no he did nothing he was just like ah, ah who's luke this, who's this man <laughs> yeah the luke skywalker shenanigans oh, that was wild that was epic i loved it he looked i mean mark hamill was definitely that was like that a was lot him. of cgi oh for sure but it looked pretty great yeah for what it was and it was good to see him him yes like to it to be actually him being luke skywalker the only alternative i would have accepted was sebastian stan yeah but i think he's busy he has a lot on his plate right now he would have been busy at the time they were filming yeah like he was busy he's busy he's busy he's he has you know winter soldiering to do like according to rumors it's not out of the picture they look so much alike but i don't know it's it would be hard because he's in two disney shows I mean, I don't think anyone's ever turned down Disney money, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but scheduling could get in the way. Yeah, it could be like, oh, 
that you have to pick. Do you want to be a Marvel superhero or do you want to be a Jedi? Yeah, neck and neck. Marvel or Star Wars? Neck and neck. Age old question. Like, how do you pick? I mean, um, Oscar Isaac has just um, crossed the yes. field. Now he's a Moon Knight. He's Moon Knight. Woo! Exciting. So very proud of him. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else who's also crossed the threshold. I can't think of anyone at the moment. I'm trying to think as well. Um, um, Kelly Marie Tran has crossed over into Disney animation. Yeah, but not 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 Marvel, not Marvel. superheroes. No, Chris so, Evans did two Marvel superheroes. He did. That was still Marvel Marvel. Well, and now he's gonna be Pixar. Yeah, so he's really crossing the fields here. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't have this. Um, we did we get to talk about the, all the announcements? I don't think so. Someone when did that happen? Someone who's listened to our podcast tell us what we talked about. I don't. I think that happened after our last episode, maybe. I think so because everything happened within like a, a week. Yeah, like, it was like a few days, and we're like, oh my god, it was very so overwhelming. much is happening. Because we did miss. We haven't talked about Evermore yet. Which no, we will no, talk same, about. Yes, it was that yeah. same week because it was like Evermore and then the releases and all of that jazz, which is a lot of releases. Because we were just laying in our perspective rooms and we could hear, like I could hear you watching the trailers. Yes, because be yes. <laughs> yes. I heard you watched her. I was like, oh, damn, that trailer's out. Let me yeah. just watch it now. Um, it was very exciting. We stuff. had Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. trailer. We had the Loki trailer. We had WandaVision again. WandaVision, which, which we will be talking about week for week. Yes, Do not absolutely. worry. And then once um, Winter Soldier and Falcon is out, we'll be talking about week to week as well for that. Easily. Whenever Loki gets released, stay tuned. Disney Plus really is just coming. Uh, yeah, and which is why we just saw Loki back on our screens yesterday when we rewatched Thor Ragnarok. We needed a comfort movie. Yeah, it was so wild. I love it. Forgot. I forget how much that movie makes me happy every it's time so I good. see it. I just love Thor and Loki so much. And I I love that Chris Hemsworth finally got to be Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to be the stoic god of thunder. He could be the seductive lord of thunder, finally. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic stuff. Just love him so much. Nice. So, um, yeah. Um, but to wrap up mandalorian great season great season we loved it um very for excited sure. for the new characters the new plot twist what's gonna happen next season so much is in store because now grogu and uh din Djarin are separated mm-hmm. and grogu's in the hands of luke skywalker and obviously everything goes right when luke skywalker is involved sure <laughs> sure sure yeah absolutely there's a lot of rumors out there that kylo ren kills it, grogu yeah i've, I've seen those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also like all the memes where Kylo Ren's like, you know, Grogu, don't come into class today. Because yeah. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they tie it in. Because now they've tied it into the wider can or to yeah. like the main canon. So obviously there's going to be big in- bigger implications. Exactly. So we'll see how that goes. We but have, very we, excited. I don't think it'll too. come out until 2022. I don't think so. We have Book of Boba Fett coming out yes, this 2021. year. I totally thought it was going to come out like christmas day this year <laughs> could you imagine because they were like um boba fett christmas and i didn't see the 2021 um and i was like ah oh, well <laughs> could be new year's day <laughs> great <laughs> i am excited to see that me too i think it'll be fun there's so many star wars shows i'm excited to yeah. see all of them yes i will be watching all of them yeah if you want to ask our opinion about any of those things just know that we're very excited <laughs> Woo! okay um, moving on another thing that was released Almost the same time as all these other things. The epic, the iconic Evermore Woo! by Taylor Swift. 
Two albums in one year. I was... What a gift. I was shocked when yeah, she was, released it. I think she shocked everyone. No one saw it coming. Because I was like, Folklore's fantastic. Turns out she had more up her sleeves. I mean, her team must be freaked out all the time. But yeah. she'll just be like, hey guys, I have this album. Can we drop it, like, tomorrow, tonight? And they're like... <laughs> they're like, they're all about to, like, take, like, PTO. And they're like, shit, guess what? I'm not this weekend. Did you already do a shoot? They're like, oh yeah, I already I, have my own I shoot. Did. I, I do like that she does basically everything Yeah, now. It's good to see her take a real creative control over yeah. her entire image. At least really it's what like it appears that. like. Mm-hmm. Evermore is, um... Dare I say fantastic. It's amazing. I it's, think I, I think I like Evermore better than Folklore. For me. For you. For me. Just because I feel like the vibe of Evermore and the storytelling mm-hmm. fits well with my vibe. I totally get it. You have because yeah. I kind of see it as Folklore as the, um, like the like, people just so if they're the sister albums, mm-hmm. Folklore is the you know, kind of older, calmer, uh, put together and. Mm-hmm. Evermore is the wild child. Yeah. Like, it's doing its own thing, and it's just happy, having a great time. Yeah. So, I think Evermore is, uh, I love both I love so both much, so but much. Evermore just came at such a good time. Yeah. And, like, a needed time. Oh, I, I don't know. And it's winter, and I'll always pick, I, I don't you know. Always, I don't you always <laughs> pick the winter oh, vibes. Yeah. I'm not ready to make a declaration of which I like better, but Evermore is, like, it could, it could surpass folklore Oh, my me. God. But we, that could be stay tuned. Life changing, Eleanor. Will you be okay? I I listen, listen. I like I can't like I can't explain how much I've been listening to Evermore. Mm-hmm. Like it is probably if like Spotify Wrapped came out later, it might surpass folklore. Yeah, but I but folklore was just perfection to mm-hmm. me. So we'll see. It looks like you have some tough tough calls tough coming calls. your way. Have you seen the things? I know you're not on TikTok a lot, but people will have all the folklore songs ranked against the Evermore songs, like their counterparts. Mm-hmm. So like one, one, two, two, and like they pick one of one. Oh, so oh. like the one on folklore versus um, Willow mm-hmm. on Evermore, and then like down the list. I think that's really interesting. We should do that. I've done it. <laughs> do you I have a video it, of you? I wrote it. I not a video, but I wrote it down. Okay. I was bored one day, and I like just wrote them out side by side, and like picked my favorite nice. of each one. Um, what are your favorite songs? On the let me look at my list. Well, my Spotify list. <laughs> I could just pull it up right here. Yeah. Oh, but I, like, I like. I like to look at mine. Look at yours. Give some of yours. I know. So my top favorites are Gold Rush is my favorite, with a close yes. second as Champagne Problems, mm-hmm. a third going to the Immaculate Ivy, mm-hmm. and then a fourth to the Incredible Evermore. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are your four. I have the full list here somewhere. Top ones. I ranked all of them many times. Oh. My fourth is actually No Body, No Crime. Mm-hmm. Fifth that's is my, Evermore. That's my top. Yeah. Okay. My yeah, Of course, the, my favorites are all the ones that Jackie Antonoff had a hand in. That is, yeah. goes without saying. What about you? Okay, so my top would have to be Gold Rush, mm-hmm. Willow, mm. Champagne Problems. Nice. No Body, No Crime. Yeah. Long Story Short, Evermore, and Tis the Damn Season. Okay. Yeah. I mean, these are all fantastic I don't songs. Know, like top. That would be my top six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I, oh, I do love uh, Marjorie Marjorie's and Marjorie's beautiful. So good. I love um, Cowboy Like Me and Coney Island yeah. are phenomenal. And Ivy. Ivy. Oh, Ivy is so good. Like, I, I don't know which would be my last, honestly. I don't think any of them would be last. And then the two new songs. The two are new songs good are so good. So it's amazing that they got cut from the main album. She can do no wrong. The- None of them are wrong. Okay, I do have a wrong song. Which one? I cannot listen to Closure. Closure. Something about Closure just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I don't oh know God. what I happened. I didn't even see it on there. <laughs> yeah, it's like see. I think maybe Folklore is a no skip album, and I don't like Evermore is also great. Like, what is this? It just sounds muted, like muddled. It's been a long time. There's some great lyrics in this. Like the fact too bad. I don't think I would skip it personally. I skip it pretty often. Like the fact that this versus um right where you left me Mm. is a bonus track and this isn't, and it's like confusing to yeah. me but i do know people who like closure so it's yeah, probably a personal choice like if it came on i don't think i would skip it it just doesn't cut it for yeah. me so i think that's why evermore mm-hmm. really fits into my vibe i get it the only other song i can everyone's like one of everyone's favorite is tolerate it and i have not yeah I, this, quite it, embraced it's not in it. my top it's, it's not, not in my top six or seven maybe it's so. because i've never <laughs> true 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 um but i it just, it just doesn't it, it's it's great it's mm-hmm. a great song but it just i don't die for it like yeah. other people yeah. do i love fair, it fair yeah but um overall evermore 10 10 oh absolutely recommend listen to it i mean i made um i know my sisters have listened to it my friends have listened to it anyone that i talk mm-hmm. to i make list i yeah. to listen to it so i really recommend um watching her lyric videos that she puts mm-hmm. on youtube because i think the beauty in a lot of these songs is the lyrics and you really feel more of a story when you see how they're laid out like i enjoy just reading her lyrics because it's prose it's poetry yeah. so taylor swift never change we love you god knows i love you hopefully more albums this year maybe at least one probably i don't know i don't want to get i don't want Taylor to get saturated. Yeah. I feel like she still have a lot of tricks yeah. up her sleeve. Yeah. But I want I want I just want it to grow. So Taylor, you she knows what she she doesn't need me to tell yeah. her what to yeah. do. She knows what she's doing. But I'm always down for more Taylor. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what she's up to. Yeah. What she's thirty one now? She's thirty one. Ooh, big year. Love her. Um, going from a high of something that was newly released, mm-hmm. such as Evermore, to a low of something that was recently released, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Wonder Woman 1984. 1984. Not what the a... George Orwell 1984. No, no, no. Wonder, Wonder Woman 1984. That was such a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> probably my biggest, one of my biggest disappointments of 2020. I hyped that movie up so much mm-hmm. in my brain. Yeah. To me, to others, to my family, and then we were all like, eh? Eh? Are you for real? Yeah. 
you hyped us all so much for this. Yes. This, this, that has maybe one fight scene that's not even this memorable. It's so boring. It was just not... The plot was also, like, very mediocre. The plot was so confusing. Barbara was a wasted character mm-hmm. who... I, I don't know what purpose she like, served. I liked Barbara before she became all that nonsense. Yeah. And she could have been no- a great friend or psychic or mm-hmm. whatever. But that was just dumb. It was, yeah, it was bad. The only highlight for me was Chris Pine. Not yes. because of how they fit him into the movie. I think his resurrection was stupid. Mm-hmm. And him inhabiting another body was gross. Mm-hmm. But Chris Pine is just a charming, charismatic yes. guy. And every time he was on it's screen, just, I was drawn to it him. Just, it was clear that they, like, forced his way back. Yeah, they just needed him back. They were like, oh, we need Chris Pine. Yeah. So why'd you kill him off in the first place? You know, know. like... It's kind of weird. There could have been better oh. ways. Also, like, Pedro Pascal looked so bad. It's so bad for him. He's so beautiful that getting him ruined took, like, a feat to get him ugly. Mm-hmm. And they chose to get him ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Yeah. It was just, and none of the villains were really, like, villains. No. Like, I, I... They just wanted, like, to be confident and loved, I guess, and have, like, success. I think the key to a good villain, as most people would probably agree, is that you see, like, arguments that the villain makes that you kind of see their point. Mm -hmm. With these people, I was like, no, get out of here. I don't see your point. This is stupid. And... um, I didn't like how she defeated him. Yeah. I thought that was... I know. I was like, oh, we literally have no fighting. Mm Mm-hmm. This is literally, like, a superhero movie. Like, it's good to have a good, it's good, yeah. you need, like, good plot to keep the story going, and mm-hmm. you need to be, like, into it, and you need good action, because this is It's an, an action, action movie. movie. Yeah. It's not, like, um, I don't know what else I don't this could be called, because it's not a really, like, romantic, it's not really comedy. It's, it's not satire. It's an action so... superhero movie. You yeah. need good action and a good superhero plot, you need a good villain, you need a good, like, like, battle or like you know like face to face there needed to be a climax and mm-hmm. the climax was not important enough it did not have enough at stake and diana didn't shine Mm-mm. which in wonder woman diana really shined yeah so i wasn't rooting for her necessarily and also even like the suit that she wears at the end mm-hmm. i was like oh. she's literally like the cheetah is destroying the suit in two seconds this, this brings up the uh, CGI bullshit of this movie. I don't know if all the good CGI people are now working for Disney. Yeah. Because DC had it looked bad. Mm-hmm. Like, the scene where she's um, flying the invisible plane or whatever is bad. Mm-hmm. Or she's flying whatever it is. It looked like it a looked film like, student made it. Well, it looked like the superhero, uh, the Superman movies that they made in, like, the 50s or 70s or whatever. And the cheetah's outfit? Gross. Yeah. Try again. I was, don't I, make a human cheetah. Just don't make a human cheetah. I'm never down for a weird animal mm-hmm. thing going on. Yeah. I think, like, either make a monster or, like, a human villain, but don't make a weird mix of, like, I don't know. I know she's an actual villain in the DC comics, mm-hmm. but they could have looked so much better. It could have looked so much. We've seen CGI work really well yeah. in other movies. It just looked like she had a suit on. I just, it just didn't. It, it looked wrong. And they made everything dark when yeah. she was the cheetah, so therefore you knew that they were trying to cover up their mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I should have known something was awry when they announced a release so early. Yeah. And, well, the movie got pushed back and got pushed yeah, back and yeah. got pushed back. 
And I just wanted to like it so much that mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, they're just trying to find the best time to release it. Yeah. Not that they were scared to release it. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. But there's still so many movies that are going to be, like, released on streaming this year. I mean, I don't mind that because Pandemic has made everything yeah. crazy. But it's still, like, they still need to make it good. Still need to make it good. And, it like, this was supposed to release in 2019. Yeah. And they simply did not. So, I don't know what they did. I don't know. They could have just restarted the whole thing. Or just pushed it back to 22 and redo it completely. Patty Jenkins has one more Wonder Woman movie. Oh my god. So she better make it right. Yeah. But then she's also doing a Star Wars um, Rogue yes. Squadron, yes. which I'm so excited yeah, for. Yeah, me too. So. I know I just bashed her movie, Patty, but I'm very excited well, for she, Rogue Squadron. Wonder Woman, the first one was really good. Oh, so it's we fantastic. know it's in her. She has it in her. Oh, yeah. So. I'm not denying her capability. It's just unfortunate that this movie had to be so bad. Yeah. Well, so we're taking out Wonder Woman 1984 from my top ten. Yes. And I'm going to replace it with our next movie. <gasps> Soul! Okay, I just bashed movies being released on streaming, but Soul on Christmas Day. Such a good surprise. What a film. So good. Soul, the Pixar movie that was released on Christmas Day, the newest Pixar, directed by Kim Powers and mm-hmm. Pete Docter. It is a journey of self-discovery. And I think it is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. The animation is spectacular. It's so good. It, it, it is, like, from the same people that brought us Inside Out. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely tell the style it of has, Inside Out in It here. has a lot of heart to it. Yeah. And a lot of that really genius interpretation and mm-hmm. thinking that Inside Out had. But this is a whole new level. This was so good. It was very surprising. Um, I don't know. It, it makes you warm. It makes you think. It makes you sad. It makes you... <laughs> Boy, did it. <laughs> it um, if you've watched Soul and you've cried, we are part of a club because I sobbed when I saw this movie. Yeah. Like, open sobbed. And I don't regret it because it is... It's no, most people, most people did cry. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt all the emotions. Yeah. But I just... I don't want to spoil too mm-hmm. much because I think people really should see this movie if yes. you haven't seen it. But the whole, like, the overarching theme is about truly living mm-hmm. rather than what you think is living mm-hmm. and actively being a part of your life and what it means to be a person. Yeah. And it's like, when you're going through all that's going on, it's kind of a reminder that we're all supposed to be alive mm-hmm. and living and it's just, I can't say enough. And it, it gives you a different view of what is actually your purpose mm-hmm. or your spark yeah. or your passion in life. Um, what you thought was, like, your passion or reason of living is actually not that important. It's just, like, a fun thing about you. Yeah. Like, it, a spark, a purpose is something else. You're you know? so much like, more. Yeah. So, it, it opens your mind to a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily think about, and it puts it in a way that everyone can comprehend it mm-hmm. and like it. So, yeah, we re- highly recommend Soul. It's also the first Pixar movie directed by a black man, mm-hmm. which... We're a little, that's a, that's a little late in the game, yeah. but you could see how much time and care was put into, like, really representing the black community, and it stars a black lead, like, very well, at least from my point of view, mm-hmm. and from what I've read and seen other critiques of it, like, it really showcases these stories and these people beautifully and accurately. Absolutely. If you also like jazz, this is a great yes, film. Yes, it's really good for jazz. I, it makes sense. It, yeah, so. if. Phil's John Baptiste, mm-hmm. who I adore, does 
all the piano stuff, and it's he knocks it out of the park. Go see Soul. Yeah, see it. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, highly recommend. If you don't want people to see you cry, maybe watch Alone. But also, I think it's fun to watch this with your family. Yes. I've watched it with my dad and one of my sisters. I, yeah, I watched it with my whole family. It's fun. It's yeah. a good family movie or just one with friends or anyone. Yeah. Disney Plus is really winning for me. Yeah. They got it. They they're got, the new streaming. They're the streaming giant. Yeah. Even though sure. I watched so much Netflix in comparison. Yes, and Hulu and HBO Max. There's a lot of new things on HBO Max. Yeah, Anyways, there it's is. another talk for another day. Yeah. Um, since we just talked about some new things that we've seen together... We have some amendments to our 2020 yeah. list. Um, we mentioned Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's out. That's out. It's not even in the top 10, top 20. Yeah. No, no. Where would Soul fall in your list? Uh, definitely number five. I think Soul would be probably number four for me. Yeah, I think it's, um, it, it's number five for me. I had Hamilton in number four, and mm-hmm. I could just put Soul right above it. And I'm knocking out, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that was on there. Oh, I would also probably add Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Okay, I, I need to watch that. For and sure. So that would knock out Black is King. Okay. Okay. Which is, I, that, that's also more of a, a music thing mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well, so I don't feel as terrible about yeah. it. Beyonce, I love you, please don't come for me, Beehive. Yeah. No. Great. Cool, so that's our amendments for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, Evermore would also be on my albums list. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me yeah. too, me too, me too, me too. I think it'd be, I mean, I'll say, just I for the know. sake, I'd say Folklore 1, Evermore 2, and that means I'm kicking out Fetch the Bolt Cutter, so don't come for me, I Fiona. I what I had in my top ten. I think I had, did I have the 1975's album? I think I did. I would switch. You'd switch it? Mm-hmm. I get it. You'd switch it. Um, Alright, so uh, something else that's back is RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Woohoo! The first episode, the premiere episode, came out last Friday. Yes. So tomorrow will be episode two. Thoughts yeah. on the first episode of this new season? This is US, by the way. This drag is US. US. I have lots of thoughts. Okay. Um, I love Drag Race. I've seen almost every season except for season one. Sorry. Can't find it anywhere. This episode... Okay. So the drama was very real, mm-hmm. and I could see what they were going for, but to me, this premiere episode felt cruel. Yeah, yeah. It was some kind of other torture level. Yeah. Like, right now, the last thing I want to see is pe- more people suffering. Mm-hmm. And so how this episode worked is that they paired off every drag queen from the start. They didn't even get a chance to do anything. They mm-hmm. just walked in the workroom and were on the main stage to a lip sync for your life where one of the queens would go to the winner circle and the other queen would go to the pork chop loading dock where they don't explain what's going on so this queen just assumes she just got kicked home within five minutes of drag race mm-hmm. these people had to quarantine get tested probably quit their job drop everything pay for all these costumes to go to drag race where they were then told that they probably are going home within five minutes that to me feels absurd yeah like, I know some people are like, well, that's what you get when you go into a competition. They're still human beings. Mm-hmm. And I still want to see their drag. I want to see what they can do. I'm not going to judge them based off of this one lip sync. That doesn't feel no, right to no. me. Some people are just better at it than others. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it's pressure. It's stress. They don't yeah. know what they're going into. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's You can't judge them based off of that, for sure. Not at all. Usually we get um, 
a challenge mm -hmm. and then a full-on runway and we see their skills and their personality yeah throughout the first few like first episode already we get to meet them yeah and you get to see them all meet each other which is one of my favorite parts yeah i like seeing them all interact for the first and see time who's gonna become closer yeah and, like, maybe they'll be each issues. other and help each other totally drama immediately created mm-hmm um, so, do we have any favorites so far? Some people that stood out already in the first episode? Yes. Definitely a lot of people. I will say, even for all my qualms with this first episode, this seems like a really strong cast, mm -hmm. from at least yes. what I can tell. Yeah. Um, some of my faves, Simone. I agree, yes. She came in with that Polaroid dress mm -hmm. and then, like, killed her lip sync. She's Amazing so stuff. She's friends with Gigi, Gigi Good. Yeah. Which I love, too. I love. So. I like, makes me happy. They seem like, like, they seem, if they were together unstoppable force. Absolutely. Not like dating, but as like a, mm -hmm. like a partnership. Yeah. Incredible. Um, I also really like, I love a lot, a lot of the New York queens. Mm -hmm. So like Rosé stood out to me, even though she lost her limp sync, but she was just really funny. Mm -hmm. Tina Burner, yeah. I thought had a really big personality, which I'm, everyone knows her apparently. Yes. <laughs> no. But everyone's like, oh my God, Tina Burner. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, Olivia Lux seemed really mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. Um, got Mick. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. Her makeup skills and everything. I'm excited. They're one to watch yeah. for sure. Um, and then Candy Muse. Like, mm -hmm. I think she could be a real, like, domination. Because mm -hmm. she killed her lip sync. Her outfit. I thought she looked stunning that yeah. first, like, walk. That boom box with the mm -hmm. denim. That was smart. She's going to be, she's going to be one that to be. That was clever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I am very excited to continue watching, even though I had such issues with the first episode. Me too. So, we'll see how the second episode is very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be watching tomorrow. So, well, tomorrow, today, as you listen to this. So, feel free to text us. Yeah. We're, if you're watching as well. We love Drag Race. So. Yeah. Very excited yeah. for this season. Do you have any favorites that I didn't mention? Um, you said Simone. Mm-hmm. Rosé. Yeah. Got Mick. Um, I saw Utica. Utica Queen seems cool. Was like stood out to me. Very distinct style. Totally funny. Like yeah. the personality was just so like weird, but like a good weird, like quirky. She kind kind of a little Katya vibes. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I, I really liked that. Um, and then. I liked Denali, the mm. ice skating queen. Her video that you sent me was mm -hmm. phenomenal. Just, like, the ice skating to me was like, oh my, yes. That's so cool. <laughs> that's, she's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's going to be, like, I, that's why I want them all to stay, so mm -hmm. I can see what they do. For sure. I think they all, it would be interesting to see what they all do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of season 12 as a whole? Oh my god, season 12 was so good. That's where, um... Jada Essence Hall won. That season was just so good. Everyone was the really talented. Of beauty. Um, the challenges were really good. I think season twelve is in my top like mm -hmm. three favorite seasons of mm -hmm. all time for Drag Race, and I think it's because everyone was so strong, mm -hmm. and the challenges were really fun to watch. Yeah, like I didn't like I was stuck to the TV all the time. Like I wanted it to be put on there and just like do things while I was like uh, like unpacking while I was watching I couldn't mm -hmm. I would start and be like oh my god this what's going on I this know is amazing I know she I'm obsessed with um Gigi Good and Jada I'm obsessed yeah it's, they're, they're amazing. incredible I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial yet brave um, I like it when they get along on the season. Yes yeah like when there's a lot of petty drama sure it's entertaining for a short time but I feel like 
it's really empowering to see these like queens come together like, and I would root feel, for each other. Yeah, I would feel sad if like Jada and Gigi are like they didn't like each other yeah. in the show. Like some of the like, early, I would be I don't feel sad, but they do. They're like they do. all very supportive. They want each other to succeed, which yeah. was what I needed to see in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and I want to see in twenty twenty one. So very good, Drag Race. I mean, I don't, you haven't seen some of the earlier seasons where they're literally like, "I hate you, whore. I'm gonna kill you." Mm-hmm like right off the bat like they the drama is out of this world yeah which sometimes is fun but again like it's just Mm -hmm. come on come on let's let's get to the real stuff for sure so yeah so that's what i've been watching Mm -hmm. a lot of rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. we love rupaul's drag what else have you been watching that's not Um, all you've been watching i'm still watching the west wing i'm on season five hell yeah episode 12 Hell yeah. So I only have a few more episodes of season five. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I cannot, I can't, I don't think I can watch a big other show until I finish all of the West Wing. Um, so it's I impressive. Have, uh, two and a half seasons. Did you, like, what do you think of season five? And you can definitely tell there's a switch in the directors, mm-hmm. the producers, the writing, mm-hmm. um, just because of what's happening with some characters and some of my favorite characters. I feel like they've been betrayed. <laughs> um, finally, on episode, like, 11 or 12, um, they're getting back in their groove. But That's they good. really did Josh dirty by, like, just, like, for a few episodes, they were like, oh, we're just going to put you on the sidelines. That's literally what Leo was like. Oh, uh, yeah, we don't really, you fucked up this past, this past thing, so you can't, we don't want you here. Yeah, that just sounds like, it doesn't feel right for an ensemble like, show like I'm that. I'm sorry, what? Josh is like, how, I was very confused. And then Toby's kind of, like, taking a weird turn. Yep. Um, but it's still good because the um, I think the actors know what they're doing, and they know their characters so well mm-hmm. that that's how like the show is staying right. afloat. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The actors never stopped giving their A yeah, game. Yeah. So they it's still good because mm-hmm. they're so good. Totally. Um, if that makes sense so far. So yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. And since we got back to work, that's been pretty much it for this past few days. <laughs> We've been busy. Yeah. Um, what are you reading right now? I'm reading Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, finally. It's uh, by <laughs> Jennifer Armentrout, and it's the second one by Blood and Ash. Uh-huh. Um, which is good. It's just, it's just, um, it, these are books that are good. They're just too long. hmm And the author just takes a lot of time to get the action going. Right, if that right. that makes sense. It's like, hey, we're gonna go there, and they just take 300 pages to get there. She does love a setup. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is great, but mm-hmm. we've been talking about this since page one, and it has not happened yet. But it's still good. That's good. I think I'll finish it pretty soon, because it yeah. is easy writing. It's good. Um, are, your, so, yeah. are your favorite characters still your favorite characters so far? Yes. You like, you told me you liked Kieran. Kieran, yes. Yeah. Yes, the woven. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically a werewolf. She likes to, like... Use things like, that almost we all vampires, know. but not vampires. No, it's not vampire. It's vampire. And it's not werewolf. It's woven. And I'm like, okay, so literally a werewolf Just and a vampire. Say it, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think um, definitely Kieran. He's the funny one. Oh, good. Like the cool one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's what I've been watching and reading mm-hmm. as of late. What about you? Catch us up. Yes. I um. <laughs> Um, I'll start with, um, a movie I recently watched, mm-hmm. which I talked about at the beginning. Um, Netflix, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, starring the immaculate Viola Davis and the 
undenying incredible Chadwick Boseman. He really stole the show. Like, you know, Viola mm-hmm. Davis is a powerhouse no matter what, but Chadwick Boseman's character as the trumpet player, Levy, he, you can't stop watching him. Because he goes through the, he's kind of going through this whole roller coaster of emotions, and it ends pretty tragically. It goes from being this lighthearted comedy. So it's it's about this group of musicians. They're jazz musicians with, or blues musicians. I also said magicians, didn't I? Yeah. They're blues <laughs> musicians. Um, and Viola Davis plays Ma Rainey, who's this big, she's the real character, Ma Rainey, kind of like the mother of blues. Mm-hmm. And they are at a recording session in Chicago. And basically they're all stuck together for this recording session and none of them can get along. And it just kind of escalates and escalates while the, all these characters are trying to create an album. Um, it takes place, I think, in 1930s Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it's a real time period piece, but the music's great. The acting's phenomenal. It was an August Wilson's play. And I could kind of see that because it's basically one setting and very dialogue heavy. But it's a short film, so you don't feel that constriction that you sometimes feel with um, film adaptations mm-hmm. of plays. I highly recommend... Like, it's Chadwick Boseman's last live performance, and I think we all owe it to his legacy to, like, see it and feel it. Because he's getting a lot of Oscar talk, mm-hmm. or posthumous Oscar mm-hmm. talk for this role, and I think it's incredible. So, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. It's, oh, it's sad, but... Definitely worth it. What else watch. is yeah. new? Definitely need to watch it. Um, another... I've been watching so much Netflix. Um... Me and all my crazy romantic friends, we were watching Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. We finished Bridgerton. <laughs> I've heard it's good. It's, um, it's not, it's, it's, you, like, you, you have to finish it. Yeah. This is a PSA. Do not watch it with your parents. Don't watch mm-hmm. it. It's basically Gossip Girl for, like, uh, like, the Regency era of mm-hmm. London. Because there's Lady Whistledown, who's talking about everyone's business. Mm-hmm. Voiced by the famous Julie Andrews. Mm -hmm. I hope she got a great paycheck, because she's just probably sitting in her bathroom recording these, like, stupid lines. Uh, It's all about romance and this family called the Bridgertons that are, like, kind of like Downton Abbey, the Crawley family. They have titles and money, but no one really knows how they have it. But they're well-to-do in London. If you love London, it's beautiful to see. If you like British dramas, this is pretty British. Sorry, there's a fly. <laughs> I don't know where it went. It's gone. Um, if you liked Down Abbey but wanted more sex and drama, this is it. <laughs> this is what it is. If you liked Gossip Girl but wanted, I don't know, less sex and drama, this is it. <laughs> it's a yep. great time. I, I hear people really like it, so I might give it worth a watch. I could see you liking it and then being like, why is there so much Yeah, on screen? <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I, I do like, I don't know, I did like Gossip Girl, I, I love Gossip Girl, and mm-hmm. I love Downton Abbey. Yeah. So we'll see. Definitely. If both of them mixed together. Yeah. Will be a fit for me. It's just, it's great, uh, kind of, but I'm really curious to see what's up with yeah. it. Yeah. It's also, because everyone's talking about it, so it's good to this get wrapped like, up. This is like, I need to watch it, yeah. You're also such a Shonda Rhimes fan. I know. This is My Shonda, girl. This is Chris Shonda Anatomy. Rhimes. Yeah. Um, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, Station 19, all of it. I've watched everything else. If I do equate it to a Shonda Rhimes show, I would say the closest is probably, like, the early seasons of Grey's Anatomy, where, like, Meredith and Derek were, like, the main couple, Mm -hmm. and that is Daphne and Simon, 
but then you have all these other relationships going on mm-hmm. where all these people are just, like, forced together. Yeah. So. Just take out all the medical stuff. <laughs> take out all the medical stuff instead and put, like, piano and shooting. Like, that's what we got. Great. It's also just beautiful. So, Bridgerton. Bridgerton on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from Julie Andrews, is there any, like, big names or pretty new faces? It's pretty new faces. Maybe more if you watched a lot of British stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I recognize some people from, like, Doctor Who who made, like, cameos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But no one I outwardly recognized. The guy who plays Simon is so beautiful. Yeah, of course. I've seen him a lot. Yeah. Because everyone talks about him right now. so good looking. All over my Twitter. Yeah. Um, nice. If anyone watches Broadchurch, uh, Oliver, the annoying reporter from the first couple seasons, he plays Anthony Bridgerton. So. Nice. That's for, like, cool. two people in the world who will <laughs> get that reference. <laughs> um, also, on Netflix, real quickly, I watched IT Crowd. It's a com. It's a British comedy. I've been really wrapped up in the into the Brits. Hilarious. They're funny. Four seasons. I think it's like total twenty episodes. It's mm-hmm. really short. I've never laughed that hard. Really, it's so funny. I need to watch it. Is there anyone we like know in there? Do you know Chris O'Dow? He was the cop boyfriend from Bridesmaids. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. He's one of the main yes. IT guys. Yes. And then Richard Iwadi, who I think is one of the funniest human mm-hmm. beings on the planet, is the other IT guy. Awesome. Um. Oh. What we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. you know the British vampire whose name has just completely flew from my mind. There's like the three. There's Nadia. There's mm-hmm. Nandor, and then there's this guy the, the, whose name I can't the remember. The energy vampire. No, no, no. The British guy who's like who's married to Nadia. Oh, yeah. Yes. He he plays yes. their boss. Yes. Okay. And he's so funny. Oh, he's a funny one. Because it's basically his character from What We Do in the Shadows, but just not a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, love, I love him. Yeah, if you want to get a, like, quick binge, IT Crowd, highly recommend. How many seasons you said? Four. It's four seasons with, like, a finale, but there's okay, only, nice. like, six episodes a season. Oh, that's it? Yeah. My dad and I watched it all over, like, Christmas break. Nice. I'll need to watch it then. That sounds so funny. funny. It's early, it's, like, mid-2000s, so it's a little dated in some regards, but... I literally am watching The West Wing. Yeah, so you'll get it. <laughs> you'll get all the references. I'm in the early 2000s. <laughs> so... Might as well just stay there. It's, it's, it's my vibe, so I'm just going to continue yeah. there. The new shows, what is that? Never heard of them. What are new shows? I'm like years behind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching up on all those American shows. Welcome. <laughs> well, this is British, so you're going back across the yeah. pond. Oh my god, this is giving me too much to work on. <laughs> just one country at a time. I know. Please. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like to mix and match. I heard you watching French shows earlier. You can't lie to us. <laughs> I need to I need to keep up my French, mm-hmm. um, and I do that while watching French reality TV. Yeah, which uses weird French and made up words because you know mm-hmm. it's reality TV. Yeah, and so I'm like starting to make up words in English and French. Oh wow! And I'm just kind of hopes it passes until someone will be like, mm, no, <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> Like, I, I like where your head's at, uh, but that's simply just not that's a word. It's not a word. I'm like, ah, well, you're right, you know. It's okay. Can, can you give us an example? Um, well, in the French early TV, they just don't, like, conjugate their verbs properly. Oh, okay. Or they forgot a lot of grammar, or they just, it's just, it just sounds wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's normal, I guess. Um, Slang always sounds weird in a yeah, different and, language. Yeah, and in French, we like to, like, reverse the word. Right, right, right. <laughs> I remember this. So, like, when you, like, say brother, like, in English, it would be rob, you know? Oh, my God. We, yeah, yeah. We, and sister would be, like, Weird. 
words. You know, so we just like to flip the words. Like to flip them. Uh, which makes everything way more confusing. Oh, I... <laughs> so, <laughs> we love that. When you watch your French reality TV, I don't even try to, like, turn on my French brain. Or, no, like, whatever it, part it of my would, brain It would be confusing because yeah. it's not really proper French. Like, yeah. I wouldn't consider it. Like, it's it's funny, and it is. Like, they're all French, kind of. It's just, <laughs> and they talk so fast, some of them. Like, that even sometimes the French TV needs subtitles. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Love Island. It's basically like Love Island. Like, the accents are just so strong oh, on yeah. those shows. And yeah. they kind of make up their own words, too, that you're like... I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but, but, okay, great. Love it. Yeah. I just watched Drag Race UK, and I had to have the subtitles on because they had queens from, like, the Liverpool area, mm, mm. Essex. Even Manchester. N- yeah, Northern Ireland, and I... No- Ireland, I, I like, thought I knew, but no. No way. No, when it's, like, so strong and deep, and they're not actors, actors, where they've worked on their voices mm. and enunciation their whole life. They're normal like, people. It's like... Ugh. Yeah. Is this how you speak? How do people know what you're saying? <laughs> how do other people hear you and just, like, know what's going and on? And I already have such an issue with accent where, like, especially for British. Dude, I'm like, she I does. Don't, the people are like, I'm British. I'm like, are you? I thought you, you sound like you're from here. God, what were we watching where you were just, like, halfway through, like, oh my god, is he British? Um, that magician's m- movie. The Prestige. Yeah, The Prestige. I had no I had idea. No Christian... idea Christian Bale was British. <laughs> we were in London the whole time. I was like, okay, two Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In London. You're like, ah, Canadian. We're like, nope. <laughs> Not it's at all. Like, when I have a doubt, I'm like, are they Canadian? I mean, because Canadian can kind of like be that weird in-between accent mm-hmm. where it could be American, could be British, could, could be, be French. French. You don't know. And, like, that's a whole other... That's a whole other conversation. Like, oh. Quebecois, like, what the... Oh, no, God. Man. I've been to Quebec. I remember just trying to speak what little French I knew to begin with. Yeah. Wasn't happening. But now I'm realizing when I first went there, I didn't speak much English. Mm-hmm. And I kind of realized that it's, like, a mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this word. You use this word for that. But in French, it means that. But then, actually, in English, it's, it's actually, like, gum. Like gum gum in mm-hmm. french is like eraser oh, but then they yeah. called gum gum oh interesting and that's gum yeah yeah and uh, to me that was life-changing no that i didn't realize that because that that makes sense that they're so close to america it was just a weird mix yeah. of words and i was like at first i was like oh this is life-changing and it's actually not so. <laughs> <laughs> that was my weird side that's accent like- side uh, we love accents. They're really fun. I was explaining this podcast to my aunt, and I was like, it's basically just me and Alona going on tangents that no one else would want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll be like, what is happening? Like, we know so much random, obscure knowledge that mm-hmm. it just kind of takes us to a whole new terrain. For real. Yeah. Um, do we have a complete segue yeah. to kind of, what's up, um, wrap up this whole thing? Do we have any hopes for 2021? Or just that kind of shattered... Um, I don't want to say it's shattered. Um, I would say I think everyone should hope, should, like, my hope for 2021 is that people recognize that things are going to be cured overnight. Mm -hmm. That our issues are not suddenly fixed because the clock changed. That what we learned from the previous year should only help us grow Mm -hmm. rather than shrink us. Most deaf. Does that make sense? Most deaf. Yeah. (laughs) Um, hopefully we're going to have a new president in, like, Mm -hmm. two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that Uh, would be... More, like... 13 days. 13 days. Yeah. 13. 
Well, now that you're listening to this, actually 12. 12. Thank God. I mean, again, that's not going to fix all of our issues, but that's showing that we it's can progress. grow. It's progress. And Democrats will have the Senate. They have the House. So things could actually be passed. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, just a reminder to, like, take time to, like, check in on people. Like, yes. I think one of the things we learned from 2020 is that maybe not everyone is handling what's going on as well as they could mm-hmm. or well as they you think they might be. So just continue to be a good and kind person. Yeah, just check in on your family, check in on your friends, mm-hmm. um, be respectful, mm-hmm. be kind, and just work hard towards uh, this new era. Yeah. You know, change doesn't happen overnight, no, and we actually not. have to do something. Yeah. So just we be do. ready to put in the work. Yes, please. Exactly. And yeah. still wear a mask. Always um, wear a mask. Always wash your hands. Always be kind. Yeah. Yeah. This is our motto for 2021. Motto for 2021. Can I add one thing? Yes. Yeah, sure. I, I just forgot. It's super quick. Um, I forgot to talk about A Darker Shade of Magic. Oh my god! Um, I just read, read this more book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read this book series. It's called the Shades of Magic book series. The first book is A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab, who wrote The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue that I gushed over earlier this year. Um, it's three books. It's about magic, and it's about alternate worlds of London. So there's, like, the non-magical London, there's a the magical London, and then there's the dangerous London, mm. and travelers can go through. It's, like, I cannot stress how amazing this book series I'm is. I'm really excited to start yeah. it. I think that'll be my you next will, reads. You will adore it, and the books get better. There's three. Nice. Is there going to be four? Um, they're going to create another trilogy that takes place seven years after. Oh, cool. Um, nice. Which I think is going to be a lot of the Tim characters. So mm-hmm. it's, like, um... Red Rising, in that regard. Yeah, nice. Um, my favorite is A Conjuring of Light, which is the third book. Okay, great. And it's phenomenal. Amazing. I cannot wait to read it. Mm-hmm. We recommend more we recommend. books. We're excited for a new year and new books. We have a lot of so many books, books that are coming out that we're really excited for. Yes. Um, sorry to derail from our very important message about 2021, but... It's okay, they got it. They got it. They know what's going on. They know. <laughs> you, you all are smart. You know what's up. And we wish you all the best for 2021. Yes. Um, keep, uh, keep sending us messages about what you're watching, what you want us to watch mm-hmm. and talk about. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Bam, bam, bam. Well, no, we won't catch WandaVision next week. That'll be the week after. But we will talk about Drag Race. Woo! Hell Yeah. All right, blessings, you guys, peace. You guys have been an amazing audience. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. We love you so much. T-shirts in the parking lot. Ciao. Ciao.